0: Words of Medicine, Words of Medicine. And I'm black and blue, I'm broken and bruised. I hear your voice again,
1: Words of Medicine. Words of Medicine, Tim McGraw. I tell my staff, the healing starts when you pick up the phone. I may be a surgeon with a scalpel, but the healing starts with words, picking up the phone. I'm joined today, with so lucky, by the great Neville Johnson's written two books about the great coach John Wooden. What people don't really appreciate, Neville Johnson, is you actually didn't even go to UCLA.
0: No, I went to Berkeley.
1: How did this happen that you living your life and all of a sudden you end up saying I gotta meet this guy and I gotta study him and I gotta write two books about him.
0: Well in 1982 I was riding high because as a young lawyer I had acquired uh, Yoko Ono Lennon as a client and I was doing a tremendous amount of work on the Beatles and that was I'd wanted to be a music attorney and this was the apotheosis and the pinnacle, the zenith, and uh, and I was pretty proud of myself, but I saw the pyramid of success on somebody's wall, and I said, who did that? And he said, that was John Wooden. I said, the basketball coach? And I grew up three blocks from UCLA, <laughs> and I said to myself, this is what it's about. This is what success is about, is is this, this guy. And so I decided, just because I'm nervy, uh, that I wanted to meet him. And somebody, I got his phone number <laughs> and said, Don't I want to come out and talk to you. And he said, okay. So I went out and met with him and uh, learned more about the pyramid and then. Uh, I said, that's amazing. And what did you do? He said, well, it's in my book. They call me coach. I said, oops. (laughs) So, I went and read that book and then I called him up and said, I want to interview you. So I went out and interviewed him and uh, and then I contacted him and said, I want to write a book about you or with you and the pyramid. And he said, no, because my wife, Nell, at the time was very ill. Hmm. So I did it anyway. I wrote the first few chapters, and I sent it to him, and about a month later, it came back redlined by him. So he gave me the authorization, and then it took me nearly two decades to get through it all. I interviewed hundreds of people ranging from the top ball players to the managers of the team to the people he played against in high school to the people he coached when he coached high school, uh, his children, his brothers, uh, uh, historians, uh, announcers such as Dick Enberg and L. Michaels and and many, many others. And, you know, Kareem and Walton and uh, almost all all the great players. And it was just... The the thing I'm most proud of doing in my life, because it was so difficult, and there was so much information to put together, but it was so inspiring at the end of the day, and it's had a, a tremendous influence on, on my life overall.
1: People ask me all the time, Dr. Clapper, you're such a busy surgeon. You know, 12 hours of surgery on Fridays and Wednesdays and Mondays. I mean, I'm operating a lot, seeing patients why do you, why do you we don't even have time to do a radio show every Saturday for nine years? On page 27 of your book, Woodenisms, it says, according to John Wooden, you cannot live a perfect day without doing something for someone who will never be able to repay you. Mm. That's this Weekend Warriors show, Neville. I mean, it's just fantastic to talk to people through the radio waves. I'm never going to meet them, never going to see them. He's right. The fact that you'll never really see them, they'll never be able to repay you, it gives you a perfect day. Do you have a favorite woodenism that you put the book together?
0: There's a few of them. One is, The Softest Pillow is a Clear Conscience. Yes. Another one is, The Star is the Rest of the Team. Another one is, Isn't it amazing how much can be accomplished if nobody cares who gets the credit?
1: I have a great soundbite of Vin Scully talking about moving into his apartment when he came with the Dodgers in the 50s to Los Angeles, and the very first person he met, who with his bags of groceries, he couldn't get his hand from under the grocery to open the door to get in. He heard a voice say, here, let me help you. It was his neighbor, John Wooden. Hmm. Two iconic guys i always think fondly about dr buss who said when i take over the lakers i want to make them so great that when you travel anywhere in the world people say where are you from los angeles oh that's where the lakers play that's what john wooden did for ucla did for los angeles right on the same level
0: yeah no when during the the heyday which would really be from 62 to 75 when he retired. Uh, He energized the city of Los Angeles, and we were so proud to live in this community in this locale hmm. and I, I i liken it to the way the beatles were you knew the beatles when they had a new album coming out was going to be a masterpiece uh and indeed uh the same thing happened for it was so classy his teams when they played so elegant and uh uh it was fun it was really fun